Saturday. It is Saturday. It is Saturday. It is and, Saturday. Uh, it's Saturday, December 20th, 2014. Um, doing some engineering here from the White Tiger Annex. It's a slightly different setup than our regular studio. I actually have two separate sets of headphones for various tasks and oh. I had the I had the wrong headset on so I didn't <laughs> think my microphone was on. So you probably heard me scurrying around and I thought dead mic so uh, uh, yeah no you're, you're you're scrambling you be scrambling i'm scrambling we haven't even but, started uh, yet that's all right so We're it's uh it's 9 p.m in portland oregon may i guess maybe 901 by now uh not that precision is really anything that's important to me no i'm jack miller and i'm shannon emerson and this is white tiger radio thank you for listening so uh shannon what's on your mind tonight well, you know, uh, what's been on my mind actually is uh, funerals and specifically open casket funerals. Open casket funerals, yeah. It occurred to me that the open casket funeral is really the best party you're ever going to host because someone else does the planning Someone else picks your outfit and dresses you. You get your makeup professionally done. And you get to be there. And you don't have to talk to anybody, but the party's all about you. Wow. It, that's your dream, huh? No, I didn't say it was my dream. but Sounds like I've your dream. I've think, been thinking about it. And um, I didn't actually want to talk about it tonight because it doesn't seem appropriate, really, for a holiday radio show. Well, I we could think of this as the second shortest day of the year radio show, which means it's it's kind of a dark time. So I yeah. think, well, it's holidays, darkness, too. So, yeah. So, yeah. Open I, casket funeral. I don't, I don't think it's appropriate to talk about. But, but you're talking about because, it anyway. Because I, don't ex- because I don't think it's appropriate to talk about, I do have, um, I do have a backup plan. Oh, so we're not talking about this thing. Okay. No, I've chosen not to talk about right. it because I don't think it's appropriate. I um, think the microphones are on though. I'm not 100% sure because I've got a different setup going here. But uh, So I, I have a, a backup thing to do. Um, and okay. So now I, you, I have, you have, you can choose one, two, or three. I will do uh, a, a, a line from Thelma and Louise. That's one. This is, no, oh. Daryl. Daryl okay. is the character. Daryl. You can choose one, two, or three, and that's the line that I'll do, so you get to choose. Oh, I'm just picking a number randomly. Yeah. I want to hear more about open casket funerals, but I guess we're not doing that. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. So in the appropriate vein, I'm thinking like, what's one, two, or three? This shouldn't be as hard uh, as it seems like it is. I'm going with three. Go. You get your butt back here, Thelma, now. 
that was one and two also. Am I right? I don't. No. I can't see your notes, but no, that's just three. All right. Um, I changed my mind. I want to hear two. Have you lost your mind? Is that it? Now I leave for work, and you take complete leave of your senses. Oh, I should have gone with two for sure. Next time, I was like, even number just seems like such the obvious choice. I think that I'm just going to go with number three instead. But two is obviously the one. Um, can you uh, can you do like they do on the game shows and show me what I didn't win? Can you can you tell me number one, which Here, I didn't choose? Here's what you didn't win. Oh, here's what I didn't win. Thelma, where in the Sam Hill are you? Oh, I feel like two would have been the winner, but one, they're all strong. It's kind of hard to know which one of those is the car and which one of those is the 10,000 cans of tuna fish with a $10 bill inside one of them. But, uh, but we really know that the real winner is the person hosting their own open casket funeral. That's right. They don't have to do anything. What are we, what are we doing here tonight other T- than tonight. Taking, taking up people's time and talking Tonight we are in the ti- White Tiger Annex, which is our temporary broadcast center, which is outfitted with not one but two turntables. And the reason we have two turntables is because December, traditionally, is our all-vinyl show. It's called Give and Let Spin. And the way it works is this, is that Shannon and I buy each other a stack of records, a sort of secret stack that we don't share with the other person until two days before the show. Uh, And then we are charged with making half of the radio show each with the stack of records given to us by the other person. That's what we're doing tonight. So we're each programming half the show. We're going to get started tonight, uh, our final broadcast of 2014, Give and Let Spin. We're going to get started tonight with part one, something I like to call Shannon's part. <laughs> so Shannon, uh, do you want to say anything to introduce your set, or should I just roll the first song? Um, I would say that I found the stack of records you gave me to be quite challenging, and I'm not sure why... Um, if it was just, I don't know, but I found, I found it difficult to find the right song to play. So I'm interested to hear what I selected because I listen to a lot of music and I'm not quite sure. All right. This is my challenge to Shannon, which apparently was quite challenging. Here's the first song. This is it. Pressing the button, hoping it all works. Thanks for listening tonight, folks. Shannon part one.
song was uh, Bob Dylan's New Pony from the 1978 album Street Legal. And I have to say, I'm not a huge fan of that album. Generally, I've, I've found. And, you know, he's wearing white shoes on the cover, which, I, and it doesn't look summery. It looks like it might be like, you know, October or something. So there's a lot wrong with this album, I suppose. But I like that song. That song, that's good. I like that song, but mostly I think I like that song because I like the cover that the Dead Weather did um, of that song. I would definitely recommend the cover. The yeah. cover is great. You won't even recognize that song except for the lyrics, uh, which you'll... Right. Allison Moss Hart of The Kills kills it. Definitely. I'm singing that song. I like anything Dylan does. I'm sorry that you found this challenging because... Uh, I don't think Bob Dylan really worries too much about it. Oh, he does. He does. You think so? Uh, but yeah, it was all right. It, it was okay. So so that buzzing you heard is uh, we're doing all vinyl tonight. I hate to get all technical. I know that Shannon's already rolling around at me for this, but we have a loose grounding wire and I was, uh, was loose. So uh, we may hear some, we may hear some things tonight. It's uh, two turntables. Uh, Two Def- turntables and two microphones. And uh, an, uh, we're not in our normal studio, so things are a little squirrely yeah. for me. Just go with it. Yeah. It's dark time and a holiday season. Whoa. I'm really blowing you out with that loudness. Okay. Yeah. All right. Before that, we heard the Jackson 5 singing um, not the song that I choose, that I choose, not the song that I chose, but... Or the song you choose. A fine song. Uh, rhythm. What's it? What was it? Rhythm something? Girl with the rhythm hair. Uh, that that's from their Dancing Machine album from 1974. The song that I had wanted to play was Dancing Machine, um, which is a pretty good song too. So we started the show with another technical difficulty, which was just putting it on the wrong song. I counted yeah. wrong. Uh, the funny story about the song Dancing Machine is uh, when the Jackson Five performed that song on Soul Train. Um, in 1973, Michael Jackson did the robot dance, which was, you know, is the dance where you sort of look like a robot, mannequin, robot dance. The people can't see you doing that and, impersonation, but I can um, see it. Nicely done. And uh, he did it, and it just took off from there. He, well, he didn't invent that move. Um, someone named Charles Robot Washington kind of did. Chuck Robot Washington. Uh, but Michael Jackson did it and he popularized it. The, uh, it was such a good, uh, show, not just the robot part, but the whole performance that Rolling Stone listed it under their 12 mind blowing soul train performances. 12. They they did a list, but you know why they did a list? Because number one was no, because that's how you get the internet to work. Oh, it's by making lists. Yes. They didn't really find them that mind-blowing probably but they knew they could make the internet work right if they just listed a list and that so. was number 12 no it wasn't number 12 it was on there the were 12, 12. Oh, i don't know which number it was i thought that was number 12 and then no. i was like well what are the other 11 well i mean how does exactly how do you mind get mind blowing mind blowing so that's just you're saying this is an internet gimmick it's not a real yes. thing there's not like the 12 greatest mind-blowing i don't think it's so. an invention yes it's an okay invention. i can i can wrap my head around that let's uh Let's move on to the oh. next. And I hope this is the right song. Mm-hmm. 
Close my eyes. 
those long white Cadillac by the Blasters from their 1983 album Nonfiction. I don't know if you've noticed, but I am playing mine in chronological order. Okay. 74, 78, 82, 83 is when this Blasters album right. came out. Right. What came before that? Um, Long White Cadillac was covered by Dwight Yoakam in 1989. So that was a Blasters song that Dwight Yoakam covered. That was, yes. But what we just played was the Blasters. That was the Blasters. But Dwight Yoakam had covered it, or covered it later. And um, Did he get a hit with it? Uh, you know, the, it's funny you should say that because I think the name of the album was Looking for a Hit. Dwight Yoakam looking for a hit. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that Dwight Yoakam is probably the classiest Dwight that I've ever met. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you met Dwight Yoakam? You you just mean no, not like, met. <laughs> yeah, I met I met no. Right, because like, I was I was like, who other Dwight's have you met? I mean, I know I'm not around you. He's the classiest Dwight I've ever seen a picture of. Okay, that's. <laughs> I just want to be accurate. I'm just I, thinking I, all like the you met Dwight Yoakam and other Dwight's to yeah. compare him to. I met other Dwight's, <laughs> but I you know never. I know I'm not around you 24 seven, but I don't think I've ever been around you when there's been a Dwight being that's met. From, that was, I think I might have known a Dwight, a du- known a Dwight in around 1983 or somewhere in those. Well before me. Those okay. years. Before that, we had Built for Speed by the Stray Cats from their album Built for Speed that came out in 1982. So that was the 82 before the 83. That, that album was very important to me in high school. Uh, I started high school in 1982 and that album was just, you know, it was uh, partly because the music was so great, but mostly because all of the girls that I and my friends were interested in thought Brian Setzer was the hottest thing on the planet. Uh, just, well, maybe the hottest thing on the planet, just short of Sting. So, uh, and the pleas were not something to listen to. So I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to the Stray Cats because if Brian Setzer can get into the hearts of those young girls who I think are great. I want uh I want to be there. Long story, not a lot of not a lot of facts there. Yeah, I didn't really I didn't really like that album either. I know you didn't like any of the stuff. <laughs> and it's didn't. funny because uh I didn't I didn't like it uh very much. But I think it's because I don't like that sound. Yeah. That, in the I like the sound, the original version of that sound. But I guess I don't like the Brian Setzer version of that sound. The a little 80s bit. sound. The, I the don't 80s. Know. The 80s managed to take rockabilly and actually make it kind of insipid. Also, I agree. I'm hearing it now. I mean, I just picked these up and put them in the stack. But mm-hmm. I hear it. I hear the insipidness of the 80s rockabilly sort of flattening out. That's you know, it took it. Took, I, I would like to hear the Dwight Yoakam version because I bet it took a Dwight, the classiest Dwight there is, to uh, turn that song back into what it was meant to be. I would like to hear that too, yeah. We'll dig it up. Should we move on? Let's move on. I just have to turn around and press a button and hope it all oh, works. Oh, yeah, no big deal. Not technically challenging whatsoever.
How weird is that? Kind of weird. That song? Make No Mistake? That was Make No Mistake by Keith Richards from his solo album Talk is Cheap in 1988. And I greatly appreciate you purchasing this for me because I've been wanting a Keith Richards solo album. But um, now that you have it, I'm a little bit disappointed. It's a little bit tortured, but it's okay because it's a piece of the, you know, basically what happened is Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones, all good. And then Mick's like, I don't want to do that. And he's like, I don't want to do that. They got in a fight. Mick says, I'm going on my own. And he said, what? You can't do that? Fine. I'm going on my own. And so he made this. But the thing is, is that Mick's solo projects were truly horrific. Like, hard to listen to. And this sounds kind of you know it's very alternative sounding if it if it weren't already a famous guy you wouldn't be like wow this is this guy's gonna be huge but it's an interesting sound but mix solo projects were i mean that's one man's opinion it happens to be the correct opinion they were horrific so keith i would say comes out on top of the let's split up and go our own ways kind of uh derby i will say that you look dubious uh, though i don't know i mean i don't know i I would i want to listen to a little more but um the uh Rolling Stone magazine gave it four stars and called it a masterpiece of underachievement. Quote, by most standards, a record this loosely arranged, casually executed, and at times downright sloppy wouldn't even pass muster as a demo. But Keith Richards, Keith Richards is the glimmer twin with the garage rock heart, a Rolling Stone for whom rawness isn't just a virtue, it's nirvana. Yeah, see, you know, Rolling Stone gets into like, eh, it was bad, but it was, you know, know. it well, was cool at the same time that it was, it wouldn't even be a demo. I can hear it. I uh, I so. definitely can hear it. So Yeah, but it's cool to have, and it's great to hear all that. I want to do it more. Before that, we had Joan Jett and the Blackhearts with Long Time off of their glorious results of a misspent youth album from 1984. Now tell me Jet. that's not an awesome album. No, that's a good album. It's it's pretty good. I just say I don't know if I'm just feeling critical or what, but it was it was pretty good. And I you're not just feeling critical; you're actually outright being critical. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's gone beyond a feeling, and it's become it's manifested itself as a thing. That's good. Out in that the world, means, that means I'm emotionally available. If I know how to act as I feel. That's true, and you definitely got Joan Jet. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to jump ahead. Joan Jet. Joan Jet. Sorry. She's she's good stuff. And I wanted to just say that when she, after she was with the Runaways and then she was solo for a few years only, and then she wanted to form a band. And so she put an ad in the LA Weekly and she said, quote, looking for three good men. And that's how she ended up with the Blackhearts. Wow. That, see, that's a happy story to end on. I know. You know how to turn it around. You know how to take. 30 minutes of grousing and criticism and underappreciation of the stack of records I gave you and turn it into a, here's the black hearts. She got them from the newspaper. Raw. You make it sound. I'm going to say raw to you once again. Like I was terrible. No. I think what you got was you got a standard gift, which was something that somebody thought that you would appreciate that you have to smile and bear it. But really in the end, you're hoping to be able to exchange it for something better. That's a standard thing. No, it was. It was just. 
it's I, a challenge no, and that's I'm what this is i'm trying it's to draw challenge. i'm trying to draw a metaphor out of this about holidays yeah no not like that yeah it's, you know i don't know why gift. i'm saying anything to you because you're you know you're you're definitely uh feeling critical so i don't know why i'm gonna try to say anything <laughs> i guess that what i should say is it's now it's my turn to take the stack of records that Shannon gave me. I'm not sure I did much. I did a great job either, actually. Let's oh, see. I know yeah. you probably pulled oh, it Oh, don't out. turn your criticism on yourself. I mean, that's just, no, don't do that. Just keep it pointed at the world where it belongs. But yeah, you know, you gave me a gr- I, what I thought was a great stack of records. Uh, and there were a lot of fantastic stories on these records. Uh, and it really got me thinking about stories. And I was inspired to try to use these records to tell a story of my own that I hope becomes not so tortured and torturous and terrible. Here we go. Summertime and the living is easy. Fish are jumping and the cotton is high. Your daddy's rich. And your mom is good at looking So hush little baby So baby Don't you cry Don't you cry Don't you cry One of these mornings You're gonna get up singing Then you spread Your wings to the sky But till that morning, there is nothing can harm you With your mommy and daddy standing by your side By your side, by your side side. Summertime, summertime, and the living is easy Fish are jumping From old Montana down to Alabama, I've been before and I'll travel again. You trifling women can't keep a good man down. You dealt the cards, but you missed a play. Now hit the road and be on your way. I'm gonna board the gold on rocket and leave this town. I was a good engine, running on time, but baby, I'm switching to another line. So, honey, never hang your signal out for me. I'm tired of running on the same old track. I bought a one way ticket and I won't be back. This golden rocket's gonna roll my blues away. Summer whistle blow that shook you out But now you know that I got another true lover Waiting in Tennessee 
this midnight specials are burning the rails So woman, don't try to fall on my trail This golden rock is gonna roll my blues away Here I thunder all through the night This golden rock is doing me right And that sunny old Southland sure is a part of me Now from your car, but erase my name You'll find out that I lost your flame And this golden rock is rolling my blues away
as far away from the beginning of summer as you can get almost it's uh the day before winter solstice which is tomorrow at 3:03 p.m today is officially the last day of fall and it can seem like a dark time so i'm thinking maybe you get away uh from these dark times and you get through it by casting your mind back to the early days of summer now this is a metaphor i'm talking about looking back to a lighter more carefree time in your life not the dark time that you're living in right now. Shannon, you have any thoughts? <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> <laughs> talking about darkness. Okay. Dark times, getting away from it by being, uh, thinking about a better time in your life. Oh, A lighter, okay. more frivolous time when you could just kind of, it was. Do you have, do you, is there something summertime. on your mind, honey? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just trying to tell a story. Yeah. And I started that story with the thought that today is the day before winter solstice and that it's pretty freaking dark and I don't want it to feel dark. So summertime ah, got and it. the I know. living is easy. I, lo- I liked that um, version of summertime. And then the, all, all, all the songs in that set were supposed to be kind of uh, cast you into a mindset of carefree frivolity. And what I'm saying is that not just summertime, but like the summertime of your life. But the whole thing, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, wow, I got him some really amazing records. I, yeah, I could see that you were thinking <laughs> that. You're just look, looking at me going, this dude, he got, he got it all. He got the good stuff to select from. And I'm telling a story with it. And I think I'm going to continue that story unless you have more thoughts on darkness. Um, no, I have no thoughts on darkness. I mean, just that open casket funeral thing I was talking about earlier. But otherwise, if I'm light, I'm free. I want to hear some more music.
a shot full of holes, the news cries out. Yeah. 
holiday You got your tape deck And your brand new Chevrolet Ah, but there ain't no place to go anyway The what Got everything all, but nothing's cool. They just found your father in a swimming pool, and you guess you won't be going back to school anymore. Keep in style, feed your head. Well, you're 21, still your mother makes your bed. And that's too long. You can cast yourself back to the summertime to uh, overcome the dark times, but when the summer ends, as it inevitably does, things can start to get dark. You find out your new woman is slipping around on you, and uh, so you start slipping around on her, but it doesn't make you feel any better. You can't understand why your world is so dead, why you've got to keep in style and feed your head. And you start to think that life is maybe meaningless, an empty pursuit of pleasure that ends all too soon in a forgotten death. 
Any uh, thoughts here, Shannon? She's mute. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that, I think I've rendered you mute. This is, I mean, I just gave myself a big gift, a huge <laughs> gift. I rendered you mute twice. You still, I'm going to give you, let's try it again. <laughs> Any thoughts, Shannon? Uh, I would say that uh, Billy Joel is the Bruce Springsteen of Billy Joel's. That is quite an observation. It's definitely, that's an observation. It's deeper than that shit you're reading over there. I'm not reading it, man. I'm feeling it. I'm making it up <laughs> as I go along. All right. It's a story. I'm trying to tell a story. Oh, wait. I think you already told us that. Right. I know. And yeah. I, it's, and it's I, and surprise. I'm feeling so insecure about it that I have to repeat it. Um, no, I think, I think it's, I like, I like where we're going. We're with moving. This. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's dark. It's darker. Still dark. <laughs> and, uh, and here's where we go at a certain point i think that uh when all this darkness overcomes you you just have to at a certain point just suck it up and that's where we're going next but i'm first gonna have to stroll across to turn on the uh album machine and while i'm doing that shannon would you like to say any last thing about anything i would like to say that on captain jack you can rely tonight
take him in? not a great room you probably got a great room no this, it's a great room oh. no leave it on i'm sorry about the way my father treated you oh your father was great I mean, he was great the well, he took care of Penny. It yes, was... but I mean the way he was with you. It's really me it has to do with. Johnny, I came here because my father... No, the, the way he saved her... I mean, I, I could never do anything like that. There was something that... I mean, the reason people treat me like I'm nothing is because I'm nothing. That's not true. You, you're everything. You don't understand the way it is. I mean, for somebody like me. Last month, I'm, I'm eating juju bees to keep alive. This month, women are stuffing diamonds in my pockets. I'm balancing on shit, and as quick as that, I could be down there again. No, it, it's not the way it is. It doesn't have to be that way. I've never known anybody like you. You look at the world, and you think you can make it better. Somebody's lost, you find them. Somebody's bleeding, and yeah, you... Yeah, go get my daddy. That's really brave, like you said. That took a lot of guts to go to him. I mean... You are not scared of anything. I don't Me? Know. I'm scared of everything. I'm scared of what I saw. I'm scared of what I did, of who I am. And most of all, I'm scared of walking out of this room and never feeling the rest of my whole life the way I feel when I'm with you.
there you have it. A story of ignorant bliss, moral decline, and picking yourself up, dusting yourself off, and calling yourself a love man. That's the moral of my story tonight. Have fun. Go into a dark downward spiral. Then snap out of it and kick some ass. That's my story. Tomorrow is the shortest day of the year. I think that you should make it count. Shannon, how are you going to make it count? It's a great room. It's a great room. Jennifer Grey, one of your personal idols, I would say. Am I, am I revealing something that you didn't want known widely? That Jennifer Grey. No. Maybe that it's I that you can do call. a really great Jennifer Grey impersonation. Um, I can do a great Ferris Bueller's Jennifer Grey impersonation. It's true. I've seen you do a Dirty um, Dancing Jennifer Grey, too, that's yeah. pretty respectable. I carried a watermelon? But she she shouldn't have gotten that nose job. It's too bad. I know. It is too bad. I think that uh, that scene that we played from Dirty Dancing, for me, it says an awful lot about uh, ignorant bliss and dark downward spirals and kicking ass. And about the fact that no man should look good in dance pants, but somehow... (laughs) And no shirt. Somehow. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I watched it several times. Dance pants and no shirt? In that scene, there was no shirt. Right, but he didn't have the dance pants on that. Yes, he did. He had black tight dance pants. What else? He wore them all the time. (laughs) I don't know. uh, Dirty Dancing was, of course, a very influential film when it first came out in 1987, but it was extremely influential in the months following 9-11. It was the most rented film in the 12 months following the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attacks. And I think you can tell why. Yeah, Dirty Dancing. We watched it. Take me away. Exactly. There it was, a story and a radio show for the December of 2014. Any final thoughts from you, Shannon? No. No, no final thoughts. (laughs) I have no final thoughts. That's great. I'd say... I think that you've been you rendered know, speechless again. I I, no, I don't know I'm, what I'm doing I'm, right. I'm talking, so I'm not speechless. But you, uh, I just don't have any final thoughts. I would say that uh, happy holidays. Yeah. Dot dot dot. Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. It's we've gone dark and light tonight, and I think that's you know kind of captures what we do here at White Tiger Radio. We go dark and light. Yeah. So yeah, I have no thoughts. Why don't you? Uh, I'm going to drop the needle. Tell them what they've won. I'm going to drop the needle on the final song, and everybody hang on because I'm going to tell you what you won. Hold on to your ponies. (laughs) On Jack's portion of tonight's show, you heard Summertime by The Regents on their 1961 album, Barbara Ann. You also heard Golden Rocket, written by Hank Snow and performed by Willie Nelson and Hank Snow on their 1985 record, Brand on My Heart. Next was You're the Girl, performed by Billy Crash Craddock on his 1978 Capitol Records release, Billy Crash Craddock. Backdoor Man was done by The Blues Project on their self-titled 1972 album. Next you heard Captain Jack Live by Billy Joel, performed at the Spectrum in Philadelphia in July 1980 and included on his 1981 release, Songs in the Attic. Big Girls Don't Cry by Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, originally released as a single in 1962 and played here 
from the 1988 release, More Dirty Dancing. More original music from the hit motion picture, Dirty Dancing. Love Man by Otis Redding, originally released in 1969 and played here from More Dirty Dancing. You're listening to Wipeout by the Surfaris, also played from More Dirty Dancing. This has been White Tiger Radio, Give and Let Spin. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.